1: Welcome into a special edition of the Noon Dish. This time it's a Sunday afternoon. We've done them just about every day of the week. Johnny T-shirt and shirt.com, but that is not why we are here. We are here because 2024 wide receiver, four-star Jordan ship commits to North Carolina, Lonnie Galloway, Mac Brown, and the Tar Heels. I've got Don Callahan and John Bowman who were on scene in Charlotte, in the big city. This is the dynamic duo of Inside Carolina here. They were able to uh, get this set up in the parking lot, I guess. Is that where you guys are?
2: Now, we're just – we're—I don't know if you probably can't tell—but right behind us is Providence Day's uh, football field. So we're on—we're sitting on a bench in mm-hmm. this beautiful campus. It's more like a college campus than a high school campus. And so, yeah. So the football stadium is right behind us. we're facing—you know—some parking spots. But yeah, I'm—I'm so
3: a, I'm a little nervous sharing our location because Don is so popular at these <laughs> things. We'll get swarmed with people wanting to come hey. up and say hi.
2: Well, on that note, let's go to just the star-studded crowd that was here today.
1: All right? Let's, so we uh, had Let's talk about it.
2: Yeah, so of course you you expect the Providence Day school kids. So David Sanders, five-star offensive lineman, one of the probably, you know, some people have him number 1 player in the nation for the 2025 class. He was here. Uh Leo Del- Delani, who UNC just offered 2026 offensive lineman is here. There's also Jaden Davis. Um Channing Goodwin, both of them committed to Michigan, highly ranked guys, four-star guys. And then on top of that, there was an Alex Taylor signing, four-star wide receiver from uh, Grimsley High School. Came down here. Him and his dad came down here for um, uh, in support of obviously Jordan. I, was ta- I talked to his dad a little bit, and he mentioned that you know that they had developed a strong relationship, so they wanted to show support. Keenan Jackson, UNC wide receiver commit. We have something cool. I don't know if we want to give away too much. He was here. Um uh, uh Brody Barnhart, who had a really cool situation that a UNC fans aren't gonna like too much. But I thought <laughs> it was great. So he actually came, or at least I didn't spot him until the very end, and he had a present for Jordan Ship. Okay. Now keep in mind Brody's committed to NC State and UNC recruited him pretty heavily.
1: Well, uh, that and, might be something we talk about on the noon dish. Or well, just, be good for this? this.
2: Yeah, let me just let me just deliver it here since it's on topic since we're since we're here. So Brody gifted jordan some wine and cheese so i have the photo of it i thought it was a great idea literally a bottle of
3: wine and some cheese
2: hopefully hopefully he didn't purchase that himself because that would be
1: illegal somebody called ncaa right that's right done i
2: thought it was great i love it if you're going to do the trash talking and you're creative and funny about it let's roll with it you know what i mean i love that stuff
1: Absolutely. Um, we've talked about that before. I think it's all, and just like I told Mark May when we were talking to him about Drake and all and Drake's ability to have those kind of comments. I love it for the rivalry, for the sport, for college sports. It's what makes it excitement. exciting. John, uh, what was it like being in the shadows of Don Callahan?
3: It was, uh, it was exciting. It was a great opportunity for me. You know, I uh, have only done Two live streams uh, for commitments. Don has done many. I've only done two. I did Sam Howell mm-hmm. in 2019. That was the first. That was the, this. That was a big one, obviously, for uh, Mac Brown, sort of the first big commit that he got. Um, and then this is the second for me. Uh, I oh, don't get a third because of the audio issues today. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But yeah, it was a great opportunity uh, to kind of see uh, the whole commitment go down. And like Don said, it really was a star-studded affair here uh, today at Providence.
1: In, indeed it was. The, the live stream was great. You know, you could hear the coach beforehand and then you could uh, hear him say his choice. So I think that's all folks came for. Anyway, Don, you had the opportunity to talk to Jordan Ship for a long time leading up to this commitment. You, you've evaluated him. This is a guy that you have basically fallen in love with on the field. What have you seen from him that makes this a big time commitment for North Carolina?
2: Yeah, I mean, if you've been following my coverage, you know that I have kind of stepped outside of the journalistic realm a bunch of times and just kind of stating how much of a fan I am of Jordan. Most, I mean, well, the first thing is is the, the spectacular catches. I mean, just if you haven't, seen anything. You don't know anything about Jordan ship. You're just, you know, maybe you're just a a UNC fan who doesn't follow recruiting and there's nothing wrong with that. Just Google it. You're going to see, you know, him on sports center, top 10. You're going to see these unbelievable, you know, above the rim catches with one hand that even surprise him at times. But the thing really that I love so much is he's so incredibly competitive to the point where he just walks around practice angry and mad and wants to just get every single ball, catch every single pass, he definitely plays with a chip on his shoulder. And it's those sort of things. Obviously, his skill set is what brings him to the college level, but I think just his mentality is what's going to help him succeed because we see tons of guys who have plenty of talent, just not succeed on the college level. And a lot of times, you know, barring injury or whatever it may be, a lot of times it's just, they can't adjust. They don't have the the competitive nature, you know, and there's a difference between wanting to win and being, you know, having, you know, being super competitive and that's what he is, but he obviously has that mental side of it to where he's going to, he's going to play hard um, and uh, you know, and, and he's going to do what's necessary to win.
1: Indeed. And if folks are watching this on the Inside Carolina Live, when we're live here at uh, 5.51 on Sunday afternoon, uh, I just turned the comments on. For some reason, comments were turned off in the YouTube chat. So I hope that oh, helps us get through. I
2: wondering why we were not get any questions. And yeah, I keep I on looking back because Jordan is actually doing another interview behind us. Now it's a little far away, but I'm wondering if maybe we might be able to grab him over here. I don't know. I can't. I'm not making any promises because obviously we're we're live here.
1: <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, John can get the legs out because Don just walks. So, John, mm-hmm. if you can run and get him to join the show, that'd be pretty cool. Don, as far as the competitive side of it, speak to the the level of competition. This is something I'm big on. Obviously, Charlotte's a, a huge area. The level of competition he faces each and every day, and then toss in the the seven on seven action that he gets um, because it's pretty high level.
2: Yes, yeah, so so Providence Day, you know, in practice, I mean his team is absolutely loaded. I mentioned earlier Jaden Davis, Shannon Goodwin, David Sanders. I mean, so so it's you know, he's practicing with kids who are definitely going to be playing at power five schools. As far as their schedule is concerned, they um, they definitely play some very talented teams. And then there are some just complete, you know, dud teams that they play and that's just the nature they're a private school and i believe i know at one point the rule was the private schools in charlotte or the public schools in charlotte could not play the private schools i don't know if that's still the case i don't believe they've scheduled any games recently but they did actually last year play against weddington which is um just outside of charlotte and is a um you know has has been been a state championship contender for the past I don't know, a handful of years or so, or maybe even longer than that. So that's like a legit competition. And Rabin Gap, who is technically, well, it's in Georgia, just over the border, that's a private school that just has a ton of really good players. Uh, Christ School is another one. So they definitely play some really good competition. But yeah, I mean, there's some schools that they play against that might not be up to snuff, um, but they definitely play some really good players.
1: We are talking with uh, Don Callahan and John Bowman. They have been live at the Jordan ship commitment to North Carolina. Uh, He came down to three schools, basically, Don, and a lot of people had him going to a school a little bit more north of North Carolina. In fact, a lot more north of North, North Carolina. You've been consistent in believing that he would wind up at North Carolina. How big a battle was that? And what all were those factors playing in the fact that he could go up to Michigan and be a part of that recruiting class because, like we've talked about on these shows, he's got some buddies that are going that way.
2: Yeah, so it was, it was a big battle. I mean, this was not a slam dunk. I know there are some people on the message boards kind of thought that this was a done deal for a long period of time. That wasn't the case, and the Q&A that we did with him that was posted shortly after he committed, he admitted to, actually, he said that he wasn't leaning in any direction until he took that UNC official visit, by that point, he had already taken his official visit to Michigan and took his official visit to NC State, and it took that UNC official visit for him to decide that UNC was the spot. So, um, so this was clearly a battle, and he and he admits that Michigan made it very, very difficult. And you know, some of that too is that um, you know, his, as you mentioned, he had two teammates going there, two not not just teammates, two guys that are really close um, that he's really
1: close to. And so when it came down to it, obviously he picked North Carolina. Why North Carolina, Don? Why, why does he say it? And for folks listening to this that are not a member of Inside Carolina Premium, make sure you get in there, check out Don's work. There's a Q&A already up. There's an article already up. The, the video announcement um, that happened at 5 o'clock today is there. It looks like the uh, comments are finally coming through on the YouTube chat, so drop some questions in there for Don. But, oh, there we are. Yeah, so why ultimately North Carolina, Don? So I think
2: really the – he mentions how North Carolina was his dream school, which for me, knowing you, know, his dad went to Florida and his dad's from Charlotte, um, that kind of surprised me that North Carolina was his dream school. But he said, you know, just growing up in the area and then um, the Jordan brand is what he also mentioned was a big part of it. And so I think really – I don't think we talk enough about just how – of how good of a recruiter Lonnie Galloway is. I mean, to me, he's clearly the best recruiter North Carolina has on staff. And I think anytime he's involved in a recruitment, you just can't count North Carolina out because, I mean, he's he's been everywhere, done everything, recruited a bunch of different guys, has a great resume when it comes to wide receivers. And so, you know, um, I think that played a major role. Um, I also talked to his coach too, which we haven't ran yet, but he kind of mentioned the fact that as soon as Lonnie Galloway offered him, he was just—he was on them, and you know, and and basically made sure Jordan knew that. Okay, you know, we all may have offered a little late, but we're on you. We want you. You know, this is not. There's nothing fake about this. We're gonna stay on you, and then ultimately, that's where he ended up. Obviously.
1: So let me ask the follow-up question there. And Mark Williams in the chat, shout out—he's a—he's a regular on here. Got a couple folks we have not seen before, but appreciate them joining us as well um what makes Lonnie Galloway so good at what he does because I mean he's got a good product to sell at North Carolina given the success the wide receivers have had given the success they've had at quarterback what makes Lonnie get these type commitments when folks think that it is not possible for North Carolina
2: I and I mean everyone to a degree is good at you know, Every recruiter is good at establishing relationships to a degree. But I think he takes it a step further and really connects with these kids really well. And I, I just think he's relentless. And I think it's 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 like a mindset that you have to have, that you have to, you know, because these kids are getting bombarded. So you have to kind of know the line of, you know, how frequently you can reach out to them when to back off when to stay in touch who to stay in touch with not just the kid but also the coach and that sort of thing um, you know, there's De- Deami Brown has Diami um, he's actually here too he's just walking out right now um, he was the other one I was trying to think of that that, that came to support uh, Jordan knew Jordan for a while so um, but um, but yeah I mean I just think Either, there's just there's just certain guys who are good recruiters because they know how to relate to the kids, they know how to talk to them, they know what but, buttons to push, and and they are relentless with it. They, it's definitely I don't want to say it's a game, but it's definitely a competition for them to recruit. And there are a lot of coaches out there that don't take that approach, and you can kind of see it in the results. I mean, Galloway's not going to land kids every single class, and that's not how we should measure um recruiters but i think just overall just you know how they you know just the consistency
1: and constantly being involved with some of these kids so we're talking with don callahan john bowman live from charlotte the jordan ship commitment to north carolina Um, and of course johnny t-shirt johnny t-shirt.com here don is looking around at the (laughs) star-studded folks that are leaving don's uh, in awe at the number of people Circling to that, Don, how big is this um, – you know, North Carolina in-state recruiting is a big deal, and they've had a lot of success, especially since Mac Brown got there in 2.0 and even in 1.0. But when you see the kind of support, um, and you mentioned Damien Brown there, the in-state factor for North Carolina here it plays a huge role, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, these guys these guys know each other. I don't know the exact connection with Diami, um, but I'm sure – you know they're both Charlotte kids. I'm sure they've worked out together, um, and I know that one of Diami's high school coaches was actually coached by Ship's dad. If you can kind of make connect the dots there, so I'm sure just somewhere just makes along me feel line, old there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they uh, so that kind of connection, I'm sure, kind of factored in a little bit there. But yeah, I mean these kids. I mean these kids know each other, and so it doesn't. It definitely doesn't guarantee you. I mean, there's no. The whole package deal idea, unless you are like twins or brothers or whatever, they just never come to fruition. I mean, you look at. I mean, I'll tell you this. I mean, mean um, Jordan is way closer to Channing Goodwin and Jaden Davis than anyone else. Um, But they're going to Michigan. He's going to North Carolina. But it definitely helps that you know he had Keenan Jackson definitely help North Carolina. Is that is he making a decision because of Keenan Jackson? No, but it helps. You know, now what degree, that's where it gets a little, little difficult to kind of measure, you know, but also, um, yeah, I mean, these things definitely help. And having Deami come, who, who was actually, I, I tweeted out a picture, he had a uh, UNC jersey on um, when he came out here. So that was kind of, cool. what was it for, for you, John? What was that like? Because it was like actually pretty good crowd. Because when we went to Sam's, that was during the school day, so we expected a big crowd. But this is a Sunday you know, so, I mean, did you anticipate the, the crowd being the way it is?
3: Yeah, people got here early as well. You could tell it was like a lot of – I think Jordan has made a lot of friends in the Charlotte <laughs> community, and a lot of people wanted to come out and sh- support Jordan for sure. I definitely noticed that. And, and one point on the in-state recruiting as well, I think from the North Carolina perspective, getting Jordan's ship is a big step in the right direction for recruiting the state of North Carolina this class because Mac Brown has done such a good job of that in the past classes – but up until this point, I was just looking at it. The highest rated in-state commit was Curtis Simpson and SHIP is rated much higher uh, than than Simpson. So that's a good indication, I think, to me that you know, you're know you getting some of the top in-state kids still. I think that's a big you know mile marker of this class to, to continue that positive momentum in-state.
1: Don, so one would, comment that I saw.
2: Yeah, just some questions in there. Didn't know if you want to hit on.
1: Yeah, I, I was going to ask about that, but I want to ask so, a lot of people, that I read leading up to this and said, Why would he go to North Carolina? Drake May won't be there. Um, how big a factor is for wide receiver recruits, and it's relevant to Keith Rogers' question about next wide receiver commitment. How how big a factor is a specific player being on the roster, especially a quarterback for a wide receiver commitment?
2: I mean, it's I think people if if you just kind of look back to your own college decisions, there there are a lot of parallels there. I mean, obviously, most of us did not go and have the element of looking at the football program, but you weren't going to make a decision based off of, or you shouldn't make, I mean, I guess I do know some people who made some decisions based off of girlfriends where they were going, (laughs) but that's not a wise decision, you know? So, I mean, I think, I think it's more of a overarching, this is a fun offense and not Drake may in particular, but obviously Drake may helps make that offense fun helps, you know, helps kind of make it appealing to a wide receiver like, uh, like ship, But I mean, you know, he's not going to know with, with really any level of certainty who the quarterback would be. Cause let, let's be honest here. You know, if we're just looking at historically, you know, he's probably not getting on the field regularly until what his sophomore year is junior year. What's that? So that's what four, three, three years from now,
1: 26,
2: 27. Yeah. So, Can anyone say with any certainty who North Carolina's, Michigan's, or NC State's quarterback's going to be? You can't. So you can't make that decision off of who. Now, it's great when you know um, Michael Merdinger and you have a relationship with him, but even there's no guarantee that he's going to be the quarterback. I mean, it could be at that point, Connor Harold. It could be Tad Hudson. You just don't know. And the same sort of situation you can say with NC State, with Michigan, this is not exclusive
1: to UNC. Yeah, and when you look at it, and again, I would direct folks that are watching this, and shout out to the seventy-some-plus folks that have joined us live on a Sunday evening. uh, Check out the the answers to the questions. You know, why UNC? And I'm gonna spill it just a little bit, Don. Not much, just one quote. Just felt like when I was on campus, it just feels right. It's the right choice. It's not too far from home, and I got a lot of boys going up there. I'm in love with the school, and then he gets into the part about the coaches and everybody else. So. Uh, in-state guys are, are guys making decisions not 100% based on, on college football, um, but being a part of the Chapel Hill community. I, th- I think that matters in every school's recruiting um, because, to your point, nobody knows who's going to be on the roster.
0: No.
1: Um, and, and the way assistant coaches move around, I mean, there's there's so many variables yeah. um, in these decisions. Uh, I'll ask the question Money Mark asked in the, in the uh, chat. Even though it's not ship related directly, but Carlos Mitchell decommit, Don.
2: Yeah, I believe he tweeted that out while I was on my ride here. But if you are a regular reader of the weekly scoop, and which means you would need to be a premium subscriber to Inside Carolina, you, you, uh, I don't know, what, what, what. how would we phrase this? You, there were tea leaves. Yeah, you wouldn't, you would have, you would have known this. I mean, I don't like try to, I definitely don't try to make people read between the lines, but I kind of laid it out pretty nicely on what, what, what was, you know, what the situation was. We'll get into a little more on the noon dish if you want to, Tommy. I think, though, we we, we can kind of stay in a different area for the rest of this. Although, how, <laughs> how much longer are we trying to go with this?
1: I don't know. It's up to you guys. I mean, you guys are there. My computer has about minutes.
2: three hours left of battery,
3: okay.
1: so we're good. For, we're uh, good. Yeah, well, yeah, don't. y'all go... Of- go-
2: and the sun, is, the sun is still up, you know, so we got, you know, you don't get better sunlight and it's, and it's blind. This, we have a tree right here. That's, that's what's causing the problem. The sun's actually in front of us, which is what we want. But this beautiful tree right here is doing a good job of keeping
1: it out of my eyes. Beautiful tree. I love Don getting in one with the uh, nature. Love nature. There love nature. Charlotte. Nice coach. Um, so next wide receiver commitment is as far as. Coach,
2: you might come over real quick. We got Coach Greer coming up. Okay. Well, let's run this. You, okay. All right. Do you, you want to here, I'll, I'll let you hear. What is it? We're just doing it. We're doing a live podcast right now. I know this is. I just saw you, and I just figured. I just, it just. Right. We talked a little bit. This is Coach Greer. I uh, do Coach Greer, Tommy and, Ashley. And how long Good have you been? You how long have you been coaching here?
4: It's my fourth year here.
2: Okay. And how long have you been coaching? Period.
4: Uh, we started a program at Davidson Day in 2010. So first, I was a head okay. coach. Okay. Okay. Um, Coach before that.
2: So, that's you know. that's what um, – I'm doing that to my head. 13 years, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, Jordan, um, we talked about it earlier. So, <laughs> I'm going to ask you the same question. What, what's North Carolina getting in him?
4: Well, uh, they're getting a great kid, first and foremost. They're getting a Carolina kind of kid. I mean, he just – Big personality, think um, like I said in there, that is, you know, the only thing bigger than his personality is his catch radius. I mean, <laughs> he, he, he catches balls that nobody really should even get to sometimes. You think, wow, that's that's not going to, that's a bad. No, it was a great, it was a perfect throw. Jay knows exactly where to put it. Did go get it? He will go get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's a really charismatic kid that uh, loves to work, loves to grind, loves to compete, and he's just a playmaker. He will make plays.
2: You mentioned that. The- the um, loves to com- compete. That's mm. the first thing I notice is that he's almost like kind of angry out there sometimes even in practice because he's so competitive. He wants to get every sort of advantage. What's it like to have a kid just he's I mean he I mean is he the most competitive kid you've had?
4: No but he I mean I think that's one of the things that's had helped our success over the years. We have a lot of kids that compete. That's a core value to our mm. program is we're going to compete at everything. That okay. means in the weight room if we're running you know gassers if we're you know indie drills team drill, we're gonna compete and he embraces that embodies that he's been a um you know just a great ambassador if you will of our whole program messaging and but a, a big part of his compete Jane davis is a great competitor change mm-hmm. great brody barnhart's a great competitor. i love that that they, yeah. you know, I love you, that. you can tell that competition is going to go on for the next four years yeah. for sure but um uh you know just he, he brings that a passion uh, with his work ethic to be great, he wants to be the best, mm-hmm. so he's competing every day to be the best.
2: Okay, all right, coach. I so let, let you get me, going, yeah, no, no, go because no
1: Coach, comes... let me ask you one question about that: it, Is guys, you know, usually when you get the best players on a team or guys that are ultimately or, or or very highly skilled, the leadership aspect of it may not be the best all the time. Just sort of speak to Ship's leadership aspects and what he can bring to Chapel Hill in that regard.
4: Yeah, he is a very charismatic leader. You know, some guys lead more by example, um, you know, more you know, quiet. Uh, some guys are just loud and not really great leaders. I mean, you know, ships a very charismatic leader. I mean, he's going to lead by example. Um, we talk a lot here about being a servant leader, and he's, he shows that. I mean, he's going to lead. He's not going to do anything. He doesn't ask anybody to do anything. He's not going to do himself, um, and he'll show the way, but he's uh, he's always going to reach back and help somebody else, a younger kid in particular. Um He's a great teammate. I mean, I think as much as anything. You'll see him. You know, I, I, one of the best things about him, I, I didn't say in there, I should have taken notes <laughs> with me. But um, there was a game we we're playing a couple of years ago when he's really just kind of coming out um and being you know more of a regional national kind of guy. And um, we're playing a game, it have been a stat game for him. And he came to me on the sideline and says, Look, I don't care if I catch a ball, just uh we need to get the other guys ready to help us down the road. It's gonna be important for our state championship run. And sure enough, uh, that's what happened. Played a bunch of other guys. They caught some balls. They helped us. We won state championship in a year where nobody thought we'd do
1: it. Well, we appreciate you taking time out. I know it's been a, a busy day, and yeah, good day. Thank you so much. Thanks a we'll lot, guys. Good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. I think that last question is a big deal. And why I ask it, you know, we can talk about it all the time. We see these guys, um, you see them at camp settings or or when you go to, you know, high school and see, and a lot of times, maybe they're on their best behavior, you know what mm. I mean? Because yeah. they know people are there watching, but coach there sees him every day. Yes. Um, how, what is that like covering high school recruiting? When you see guys that are extremely talented, they always don't have the best attitude. And then you hear a coach like that talk about his guy.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, that's one of the things I, I – why I enjoy the pro take to cover in recruiting is I'm I'm really big on going to practices and not so much. I mean, obviously I watch a lot of game film. But I like going to practices. I like seeing the kids, how they interact with the other kids, how they interact with the coaches. You know, a big thing, and I actually tell my, my daughter this all the time, is just, you know, making sure – you know, who's in the front of the line for a drill, you know? I mean, you know, I know it's not this foolproof thing, but it kind of speaks to just, it, it's this, it's, it, it, there's a lot of things you can take from that, you know? I mean, it's not going to prove whether a kid's a four-star or three-star or whatever, but I mean, I think that says something. And, um, you know, just different attitudes you pick up and and how they're, they are, I mean, it's hot. I mean, a lot of these practices are going to come up, it's going to be hot you know, and how are you reacting to a lot of different things? And, and are you out there longer? Are you here first? You know, um, and that sort of thing, you know, so there's, so uh, Jordan, let me see. Let me see. Well, talk to John. Sure. This is live radio
3: folks. Don is off to go see if he can get Jordan to appear on the, on the live podcast.
1: Well, uh, John, I told you you' gonna need to be the one that need to run after him because I know Don Callahan hadn't run too many places. He did he say yes or, day day or did he keep blowing?
2: Jordan's on the He's way. He's picture. on the way. So now, for those who have never been to these things, and John, John realized because one of the things that was a hold up on trying to get this rolling and why we didn't have exact time and couldn't and couldn't um, advertise like we were hoping is that um, John was wanted to do an interview. And it's like, you try to grab the kid and then this person wants to take a photo and then this person and this, and it's just, and then you try to grab them again. And this person, it's, it's, it's just this, uh, and it's great because it's, yeah. it's kids, their big moment. It's their big moment, it's their day, you know? Um, so that's cool. It's not, it's, I'm not, I'm not complaining. It's just the
1: situation that we got to deal with. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: We keep it real. We tell you the behind the scenes,
3: this is what it's like out here at these signing day events.
1: Yeah. So uh how how strong was the uh, and I'm and I'm stalling here to wait for Jordan Ship to join Don there. But yeah, I'm hoping I, he
2: doesn't, you know, cause he's probably getting pulled a lot. They have food up there and all that sort of this this is like a family sort of event too, which is pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that, that is it's pretty cool for the kids to do it. It's changed so much over the years, but when when sort of explain to people John backstage trying to get these things up and running on a live YouTube stream, because we've done them several times at Inside Carolina. And to be honest, rare is the occasion that is perfect. It's never perfect. Explain for folks to understand why it's not so easy all the time.
3: Well, there's a complex web of factors going into things. And and Don's going to go run and and grab Jordan for those who are (laughs) listening and and watching here. So I'll give you a little bit of behind the scenes. This was planned out weeks in advance because we knew what the date was that Jordan would be committing so I was talking with Don for a while about you know how we would approach things uh, what time to arrive you know all that good stuff Um, and then yesterday was all about sort of testing the equipment I ran over to the office to grab some of the stuff that we used to use uh, for the post-game live show if you remember that Uh, we did that during the 2021 season so I produced that show so I grabbed some of the equipment from that everything was looking good and then when we got here uh, I, I, if some of the people in the chat are educators or, you know, work at a school, you understand that the school Wi-Fi may not be the same as as the other public Wi-Fi. There are certain sites that are blocked on there, I guess, because they don't want uh, kids to also be live streaming if they have their own podcast while they're in class. Who knows why StreamYard is blocked <laughs> on these Wi-Fi uh, networks? So we pivoted a little bit. That's why if you saw there were two or three different links that were sent out, that was all part of the, the pivot process that we were doing. Um, And yeah, there's some audio issues as well, which is, which is tough, but to be expected when you're going into an environment like a high school gym and, you know, just kind of hoping for the best. But I think we had 500 concurrent live viewers on the actual announcement at around five o'clock. So that's super exciting. And, and yeah, in the end, it it all went pretty well.
1: Yeah. When you look at those and they weren't all Carolina people either. There were, Mm -hmm. there was some Michigan fans in there. Of course, the NC state fans show up and then, you get some folks just interested in the high school recruiting, especially in North Carolina. So uh, somebody in the chat asked, what's it like um, traveling with Don? Did you guys ride there together or did you meet him up there?
3: So I, I, uh, I made a strategic decision. I knew that I couldn't be listening to who is that Papoose or Wu-Tang clan. I didn't want to be listening to that on my drive down. So I drove <laughs> separately. I was also just in Charlotte earlier today for for a separate reason. So we drove separately, but I've done a few road trips with Don as well. Uh, it's it's interesting. I'd say the most interesting road trip is definitely Ross Martin. That's that's quite a road trip, but but Don is right up there. He he's a great great guy to road trip with. Well, okay, next we're time gonna here. have a Jordan joining here. This is gonna be a, a live radio moment. Jordan's gonna hop on with Don here.
1: righty. How you doing? What's going on? Tom, What's going on, ask, Jordan? Appreciate you, you joining us.
2: I've asked Jordan yes, so many questions over the past God, how two years. <laughs> so, Tommy, I'm sure you have some questions for him.
1: Sure, I'll ask you. I, Jordan, I asked your coach about your leadership style, and it's probably a little different question than you've answered today. But um, it's, it's one thing to be one of the better players on a team. It's another to be – one of the better leaders. Can you just tell Inside Carolina listeners and whoever's watching this just just your approach there, being one of the better athletes, one of the better players, but also having to lead some of the younger guys?
0: Um, I feel like it's just um, just something that I was just born to do, and um, it's just it just if I came natural, you know. I feel like if. Um, if I'm a big culture guy, Coach Gure has, like, uh, drilled that into us, and I feel like that's what really separated us, you know. That freshman year, we were just kind of a bunch of individuals playing, and we kind of clicked towards the end of the season, but it was too late. But this sophomore, that sophomore year, we all locked in and got tight, and everybody became family, and we started playing for each other. And I feel like that's really what's been separating us for, from everybody else. Instead of us playing a bunch of – because, you know, we got a lot of individual talent. But if you take that individual talent and play with everything together, that's just – you can't stop that. You can't beat that.
1: Talk a little bit about your recruiting prospects uh, or, your, or the the process you went through. I mean, Michigan was a big deal for you. Um, North Carolina, obviously, NC State was in there. Why did you ultimately choose North Carolina when you had friends going to Michigan?
0: Um, I just felt like it was just um, it was the best thing for me. You know, it was, it would have been cool to go up there and play with my friends, and those are two of my best friends I have in, in the world, and it would have been amazing to go play with them. But I feel like Carolina is just where I need to be at.
1: Don Callahan loves your game, loves watching you play, <laughs> watching you compete. What can you do to get better? What, what will you spend uh, the rest of this summer and this season coming up to get better before you head to Chapel Hill next year?
0: Um, be honest, I feel like when it comes to the receiver stuff, I, I got a good grasp on everything. Of course, there's a bunch of stuff that we'll on. You can always work on the fundamentals. But I feel like my biggest thing is just getting bigger, faster, stronger, and staying healthy, you know, getting rid of all those small um bang-ups, little tendonitis, getting rid of all that stuff, building up my legs and everything, and becoming as powerful as possible before I get there.
1: How, how big a deal was this to get this done today, had to get um, your announcement?
0: It meant a lot. It was just – um it just it, it means a lot to me. It's just um even being knowing I have all my family here, all my friends had a great turnout. It just it means a lot to me.
1: So for from now, is it just all ball, concentrating on football from here all on ball. this recruiting process is behind you?
0: Yes, sir. I'm I'm done with the recruiting. Everything's shut down. I'm happy where I am and hundred percent locked in on getting this third ring.
1: Let me ask you, you talked about, and we couldn't hear you really on the live stream, so I wanted you to sort of talk about what you, you talked about your team, you talked about your coaches, you talked about your family. Can you just sort of tell our listeners what it meant to have family, friends, coaches, all that the community there to see you commit?
0: Uh, it meant the world. It shows that um, I have a huge support system behind me, and it just shows that obviously I've made a positive impact on a good amount of people, and that's just what life's about.
1: All right, man. We appreciate you taking time. I know it's your busy day. It's a big yeah, day yeah, for you. Back
0: to your family. See y'all. Thank you. you. Thank you. Yep. Great day to be a Tar Heel. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, um, so Keenan was actually, drove past and, and had his shirt, and that was what distracted us for, for a second there. So
1: Hey, it's, but, it's uh, live TV. It's pretty awesome to be able to have him on there. Yeah. He, sounds like a, he sounds like a kid that is set and knows um, the plan and, and knows what he's got to do to get better. And um, Mark in the chat says, love the way the kid communicates. Yes, he is definitely um, older than his age. Don, let's get out of here and let you guys uh, do what y'all – y'all going to go to dinner together and have a nice candlelight dinner. Uh, I, um, I think we're – well, He
2: he's hanging out with his brother, and I'm heading back home. But I am going to get uh, something to
1: eat, but there will be
2: no candlelit dinner. Probably no be fast light. food.
1: You, you promised no fast food on the last no fast food.
2: I'm going to um, – I'm going to probably try to find a, I don't know, like a Jersey Mike's Subway, something like that, pick it up on the, order it in the app, pick it up on the way, eat it in the car, get the hell home. That's what I'm trying to do. I think
3: that's still fast food, though. I don't know. I don't know about that one. It's a little
2: different.
1: It's borderline. Somebody has to fix it other than it being pre-made. I mean, here's the
2: thing. If I go and stop somewhere and sit and eat, one, is probably going to be just as bad for me as Subway or, or Jersey Mike's. And two, it's going to take so much longer. I'm trying to get home at a decent time. You know what I mean? The Phillies are playing. I mean, come on, Tommy. Phillies, I have no
3: oh idea what's going God. on with the Oh, my God.
1: They're probably losing. Don, before you get out of here, this is the first of three previously scheduled commitments. Sort of give everybody an update on what's going on tomorrow and then not Tuesday.
2: Yeah, so first, um, Mark's question, I would pick it up because John's a hard worker. All right. John, John is so underrated. It's ridiculous. Firehouse subs is good. A little (laughs) greasy. That one, you know, um, I don't know that that's one of those ones where I eat and I feel like, you know, I knocked a a week off my life sort of thing. Um, (laughs) But um, and then Keith Rogers asked about who Jordan, I wish we we would have given that to Jordan who Jordan is going to recruit. Um, He actually covered this in the Q and a, And yeah, he, you know, he, as I mentioned, he has some underclass teammates who UNC has offered. So obviously he'll start there and then he's very well connected as if you saw it from the announcement today in the Charlotte community. So, you know, he plays for the Carolina stars, so he knows all those players as a very tight knit group. And so he'll be recruiting those guys, but um, okay. As far as what's going on for the rest of the week. So Monday, which is tomorrow one o'clock Malcolm Ziegler is announcing. We're going to try to stream that also. I will not have John with me. So this is going to be a little, um, Uh you know, yeah, I might not be able to come through, so I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that I can. So we do have that. And then on the, was it the 28th? It's a Saturday. The I think it's the last Saturday in, in this month is Alex Taylor's going to announce his decision. And then we were supposed to have a decision from um, um, Javaris Green on Tuesday, but he has moved that to uh, a week – I mean, I'm sorry, a month later. And he'll be announcing – I think it's August – what is that? Would it be August like – was it Wednesday's August, August 18th. 18th. Yeah. And then yeah, Jonathan Taylor so- is probably going to set something up for early August, but that's something that I would not get your hopes up for.
1: But I think UNC is a good spot with the other three. Indeed. Jordan ship to North Carolina. Malcolm Ziegler's commitment announcement tomorrow. And Don's going to try to handle it himself. So we'll see what happens on Monday afternoon. Alex Taylor on July 29th. Javaris Green on August 18th. Folks, if you are not on Inside Carolina Premium, you need to be, Don referenced to Q&A. With Jordan Ship, it is certainly there. It's a good read. There's a ton of other content and a lot more about North Carolina football. And recruiting. John has
2: something really cool. Do you want to? You want to just leave it at that, or do you want to give a? We'll
3: give a little tease. Let's say uh,
2: one commit
3: interviewing another commit. It's a pretty cool video, so we'll put that out on there as well. And also, I want to say, only on Inside Carolina can you get Jordan Ship and his coach to appear on a live pod. This is the completely special, completely unplanned. Of yeah, special type of access you get only with. Uh, <laughs> on the noon
1: dish with Don and Tommy. Yes, John Bowman carrying the weight again. Missed you, man. It's been a while since we've talked, so it's fun to get back in the swing of things. Speaking of swing of things, North Carolina hits another home run on the recruiting trail. Jordan Ship, four-star from Charlotte, commits to the Tar Heels. Lonnie Galloway getting it done. Don, safe travels. John, if you hang out in Charlotte, come home. It, you know, be safe, all that stuff. I know how Charlotte is. And, and Donna, we, we'll Hell talk. Is Charlotte.
2: Hell is Charlotte. Wait,
1: what Charlotte are you
2: are You
3: visit? I
1: mean, I, that, I was supposed to be there this past weekend for the big concerts, but it just didn't work right. out. So um, probably for the better because I'm too old for that now. But you guys have safe travels. Be good. Thanks so much for the people that joined on the Inside Carolina live stream. Certainly you got a treat, as Don mentioned, a coach and a player one and don callahan and john bowman what more could you ask for boys be good be safe
2: all right see you guys later thank you